Welcome to Everyday Conversations. I'm your host, Avery, and I'm here having a conversation about topics and discussions that my guest finds interesting, and I hope you do too. Apparently, well enough to just spout out whatever and giggle at my own jokes. I see. I see. Well, you you definitely do have an offbeat sense of humor, but that's why I love you. Uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, I definitely. It's a nice way of saying you're not funny. But, <laughs> girl, don't you start. You know we be. You know we be cackling up. <laughs> Shoot. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even be serious right now. Oh my god! All right, composure. <sighs> All right, yeah. So, Jazz, I've got you on, and today, I believe what we was going to talk about was what you would call the art of faking it until you're making it. Not till you make it, but you know. I guess that while you're in the process of doing it, but 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 let me let you take over from here, and we can go maybe a bit more in depth in that. It's uh, it's one of the things I consider myself good at. So, and I've done it for years. Hmm. But yeah, so I just call it the art of faking it till you're making it. All right. Um. So essentially, what that is is. If you want to be somewhere, someone, something, essentially, if you want to get to a certain point or have a certain personality trait or something that you want, you have to start, you have to start now and you have to, it doesn't matter if you believe it, like say like you're doing affirmations okay. in the mirror and people feel stupid when they start that. Um, essentially, it's when you finally start doing that and you don't feel it though so like say if i was going into the mirror and trying to tell myself that i'm beautiful yeah but and it feels stupid because at the time you don't feel it right well the art of faking it is pushing it anyway it's like you don't feel it it's uncomfortable yeah you gotta push it anyway and act like you're believing it because at least if you're not you gotta act like you are so i i want to go ahead and disclaimer um I, I, I hate mirrors <laughs> because because everything you've said, like there'll be times where I think out I think out loud. Some people would call that talking to yourself. I'm I'm guilty of that. The only difference is that I don't talk to myself and then respond back and be like, Well, hi, you know, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. Like, no, that's that's crazy. I don't do that. But I if I'm thinking, I think my thoughts out loud. And the scary thing is if I walk by a mirror, now all of a sudden I'm staring at the mirror and I'm talking and it's like, I don't like this. You're talking to yourself. And it for most people, it does feel really off-putting. But what you're getting at, I think, um, for those of you out there, and I, I agree with what you're saying, is that, you know, you're going to have to 
put it, you know, the words into practice and keep doing it and speaking that truth to yourself. So then you're actually living it. And I, I actually 100% agree. Keep going. And as you, that's why I just kind of use that metaphor, let's say, because I couldn't uh, think of how to say it. I mean, if, if uh, one more jut in would be the whole meme where it's like, we don't have money to be spending it's time to stop or whatever, but it's like the white guy pointing to himself in the mirror and they pretty much took <laughs> it from a wiki how, you know, I, I think yeah. you'll know it if I share it with you later. So, Yeah. Oh gosh, I know which one you're talking about though. I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Just also the effect that his forehead's like against it. It's right. a serious conversation. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's and not everything's involving a mirror so if if you are a person that doesn't like them then don't worry about it um but now that i've said that of course my first point is dress like you mean it Hmm. and this goes from like actual clothing to how you style your own self like hair and makeup if you do that um or even just the expression you're wearing on your face Hmm. um when you put meaning and take the time to present yourself how you want the world to see you, then you feel a little bit better about yourself. It's one of those things that you're actually taking the time to let you feel like you. Do you know what I mean by that? Um, I think so to a degree. I started overthinking it because I'm thinking back to the title, but hey, well, I, this is this is not to overthink. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, y'all have to forgive me for that. But um, but no, I I think I get what you're saying. Um, if you want, go in a little more depth, so I could either or you know keep moving on. I'll get back on track. No, no, I want. I did want to go into that. Uh, so uh, let's say. I think it's this can also come from like when we're kids and we always remember that one thing. There's usually one. There could be more. Sure. Thing that you remember forever from like a kid that said it like a mean thing to you. Ooh. Right. And usually like something that might be on your shirt or something. It's like, oh, I can't believe you like that. And it just kind of ruins it for you. And you feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it come, it keeps going with you. And even if your tastes have changed, something about it might still stay, which is like, if I wear certain things, then people will make fun of me or not like me. Right. A part of faking it till you're making it is not to apologize for your taste. If you want to be, you know, a better you, a more comfortable you, then you have to accept your tastes. And if you want to display them, then that should be something you feel comfortable to do. And so when I say don't apologize for your tastes, it means like if you like something that might be cringy or embarrassing, like, um, I don't know, let's say you're 50 and you like Hello Kitty, and maybe that's not something that you want to shout. It's essentially being like, no, it's not silly. It's something I like, and that's okay. Yeah, no, this is this is very true. Um, I'd say 
for, from being a kid to even just an, you know people who are anime fans um it doesn't mean i think people should always go around to most places wearing the ahigo shirt but like <laughs> i'm not going to lie i know what it's about and the outfit could be a bit aesthetically uh not pleasing but cool for instance uh I I think the I don't have any of that, <laughs> thankfully. I just have a JoJo shirt, and it's got fucking um, what you call it, Josuke, uh, Joestar. Although his last name isn't Joestar, and because of certain reasons, damn you, Joseph. But um, I I love it. I I loved part four. Diamond is unbreakable, and so uh, you know he. I had that on a shirt and I didn't feel weird about it. If you got the reference, you knew it. And I've had at least two people in my life like, Hey man, I fuck with that. That's some cool shit. And I'm like, yeah, man. And so it was cool. And anyone else who they might've thought it was weird. I don't care. Um, I'm doing me. Yeah. Right on. And aside from those, okay. Those shirts are just also ridiculous. Cause it's like, how <laughs> do you feel comfortable? It's, one of those things that does surprise me, though, because it's like, how do you feel comfortable when you know what it is and you're wearing it? I will. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> jo- Jojo may get the pass, depending on what it is. But uh, you're, you're right on the Ahigo one. I, I think personally it could be cool with certain outfits, but um, definitely it's like, I know you know what that is. So I know what yeah. you be watching. But ugh. It, it, that's a tough that's a weird yeah, conversation to have with someone on the ultimately spot. i would never like bother someone about that but it's one of those things that just makes me wonder it makes me wonder I, but it's like whatever man you do you i've seen weirder conversations or heard weirder conversations somehow start up but uh but yeah you're right um i could only imagine uh what the interaction would be i'd probably be weird enough um I to we'll move on, but I do want to say like I don't those things aren't really in books here in America. You'd have to be in Japan, and even then, it's mostly scans. So I mean, I don't know yeah. who I don't know who got the bright idea for that, but uh, the the, the concept's cool, but it is it is really weird. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I mean, if if you thought of it, then it means like at least like a thousand other people have the same idea yes so yeah someone someone's gonna be out there some at some point i i want to i want to yeah before we move on my last thought like somebody bought it that's the real thing here (laughs) (laughs) somebody made it but somebody bought it more than just one person so oh sorry my cat just climbed up onto me yeah you're good and she (laughs) And if, sorry if you heard a little purr there because she decided to put her mouth on the microphone. No, she's good. She stinks. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she's cute, but she's stinky. Um, <laughs> anyway, cat life, hashtag real. Anyways. <laughs> you're, you're that cat lady. There's no doubt about it. I am it. that fucking cat lady. <laughs> Except I don't call myself cat mom because hell no. I'm not a mom. Get that, get that title away from me. That's shit. All right. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry, I gotta keep her away from my face. No, you're good. 
if she, <laughs> if she says hi, I'm sure people will love it. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, something I should mention, though, because we're talking about um, not apologizing for your tastes and, you know, it's presenting your best self right. as a physical way, um, you know, as well as inside and personality and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I should also mention that like physical attractiveness means nothing in this like it's not something that you have to fix try to fix quotation marks Mm -hmm. or feel like you have to change or whatever to be who you want to be Mm -hmm. you know it's all about presentation it's all about how you want to be perceived and it's all about it's I, there's a okay. There's a way I'm trying to say this, and I can't think of the exact words. Take take it. But take essentially, time. the um, you know, when people might want to put, can you not stare at me? <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, my husband's just staring at me point blank. I'm just, and it's weird. I mean, no, just I'm just gonna forget that note, and because now I'm just I'm gone. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're gonna stay on it. I'm gonna just go ahead and say, Colonel, leave her alone. She, she, you, <laughs> you like you shooed her away when it was your turn. Give her give her the same chance to have would, a conversation. I was actually sitting across from him when it was his turn, so yeah, I, I was here, but I. Was doing my own thing. I know, but you was loud, and then he was just like, "Could you not?" And you're like, "Okay, I'm sorry, bye." <laughs> and I was just like, "That's such relationship goals, because they're going to be picking on each other later." But like, she's nice enough to, you know, because he he needs the moment to be able to focus. So, but part of me is like, "Leave her alone, so she could do the same thing." <laughs> well, it's also one of those things too that. Um, actually, this is something also that I've done when faking it till making it is I don't have shame anymore whatsoever. So if I stumble on my words or like if I fuck up or I don't know, like something embarrassing, I honestly just don't feel it anymore. It's just all funny. Shit, that's I wish I, yeah. could, do, I, wish I could do that sometimes. Oh, it was hard. It's really hard to have that mindset where it's like, like, a big one is, let's say, public washrooms. Nobody wants to use it because nobody you're just freaked out about 10 million things when you go in one. Yes. And like, and especially if someone hears you. And it's like, no, I go in there and that washroom is my bitch. Like, that's my washroom now. <laughs> I'm the person that people get scared of in the washroom. <laughs> just because like you pee so good and it just makes you moan. <laughs> That's such warped thinking, but I, I love it. I'm I'm usually more afraid of other things, especially considering coronavirus now. But uh, yeah, but the, that's the exception. Yeah, but definitely, I do agree with you. I I want to be worried about who hears what at this age. You know, I'm like we're grown adults. I'm pretty sure you've done either something weirder, worse, or better in a bathroom. So exactly, know. and then you don't have to like walk around all day needing to pee. It's great. Exactly. And you don't feel weird and you don't, you know, think about overthink. You don't start overthinking of stupid stuff. It just kind of saves you from that whole ordeal. Right. And uh, I use that in a lot of aspects, especially because I like I do have a pretty severe anxiety disorder. 
um, I use that a lot to kind of combat that. And, you know, with a disorder, it's not always going to work, but you're going to, you got to give it a shot. And so sometimes, like, I feel really awkward answering the door. It's difficult for me. I hate it. It freaks me out. Mm. But I have to remember that the person on the other side of the door probably feels more awkward to be interrupting whatever I'm doing in my own house. And so it doesn't matter what I do now. Right. So it's like, it's like I can make a fool of myself and say stupid things. He'll be like, how are you? And I'll be like, not too bad, you. <laughs> and like, that's it. And then like, not know what to say when they speak back. True. Or you, yeah. Or you could be like me and just keep nervously laughing at everything. But I act like I own it, that laugh. I'm not ashamed of that laugh. Oh god, I don't know if you're ever nervously <laughs> laughing like when when we joke about things. <laughs> no, it's more of that like uh you know, it's almost the customer service laugh, you know? When oh. like a, when like someone comes up through the drive-thru and they try to make a joke and it's not funny but you want but you laugh anyway. Can't can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I I had resting I had resting bitch face apparently and I had radio voice if I was in the drive-thru, but at the cash register, resting bitch face. And so it's just like, people would think I'm angry. Then I start laughing because I'm like, I'm not angry. I don't know why you people think that. <laughs> Aside from the fact that I'm not over here grinning like a robot and acting like C-3PO and telling you I am human cyborg relations. Like, no, no. So... I'm basically somewhere between that where it's like, yeah, I got resting bitch face to the extreme. But in customer service, I know how to turn that bitch face into at least happy bitch face. So, and that also works very well for me, too, because then nobody complains to me. Yeah, you're doing way better than me. <laughs> yeah, it's also, just, actually, funny enough, this one can go into my next point. It's one of those things that, uh, like, people can't get mad at you if you're too nice because then they look, then they look extra stupid, you know? Yes. And so it's one of those things I always start with when, like, let's say, I don't know, just covering up the bitch face, right? Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things I start doing to not drop the facade where it's like, I just double down on the nice so that they look like an extra asshole. And most point they will stop actually, but. Killing them with kindness. So, yeah, it, it works. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't deserve it, but you know. Um, but with that, you know, every trait has a good and a bad side. So I use my bitch face and turned it into at least kind bitch face, smiling bitch face. Does that work? Yeah. Anyways, use, uh, your flaws as your strengths. And that one can be difficult because you have to be kind of reflecting on yourself and very seriously pointing out what is an actual flaw of yours. Some people can name all of their flaws and nothing good about themselves. And some people are in denial that they have any. True. I think flaws definitely are, depending on the situation, it could be very strong. For instance, I feel like I know I can be jealous and that's somewhat a flaw. Um, but I know that the, the positive to me being jealous is the fact that I'm only ever jealous 
if I really like someone. And that's really about it. So, granted, that, that may not necessarily be useful in a whole bunch of other situations. But if I say this in a certain situation to a certain girl or you know, woman, and she possibly had feelings for me too, and I told her that, that is where that would be you know, a good scenario. And or to any girl or woman who likes the uh, idea that, oh, well, he's jealous of me. That must mean he likes me. So that's where it's a, that's where it's a you know, positive if, if that makes sense, if that would be right. It does. it does. Everybody does have their own scale of like what jealousy they can deal with, I think. Yes. And yeah, it's, I think everybody likes to feel like, you know, their partner, like if they want their partner to want them, that's not weird. Right. I, I, I will say in, in, in defense of jealousy, the difference is you can be jealous of not necessarily your partner, but like of your partner spending time with someone else, but it's how you go about it. You can't try to Rapunzel them or demand that they be somewhere else at a certain time or snooping. Like you you have to give your partner space, obviously, but you can still, uh, you can still definitely have your feelings about the scenario and that pretty much, pretty much just communicate. And if your feelings aren't being respected or if you don't feel like they are, if y'all are at an impasse, then you might need to rethink that. But, but yeah. 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 And so like, I'm going to use one of mine, for example, Yeah. because this is one of the ones that I try very hard to, I feel like I'm on top of it, but sometimes I slip up mm-hmm. and that's that when I pause is that I'm incredibly controlling hmm. when any situation I need to be in charge, like, or I need to feel like, at least feel like I'm in charge. Um, but it can be like, it's bad though when you're controlling because you kind of move it to every aspect of your life. Like um, if you're with your friends and you, you know, most of them want to do one thing, but you want to do another, you end up trying to control that situation. And if you're ever un- unhappy at work and I don't know, a customer starts fucking up your day. You get angry because you can't control that. It's a number of things like that that just kind of follow you. And especially because I used to supervise at almost all my jobs, it was really bad for that too because I was really so controlling that I wanted to do everything because if I didn't have control over it, then it wasn't done right. But essentially, I had to learn to kind of like let that go a little bit for those bad moments. But that controlling nature also does help me in, let's say, any any situation where someone needs to step in or any situation where someone needs a leader or someone needs someone to talk for them because maybe um, they can't communicate well or uh, anything like that. It's one of those things that because I'm so controlling, I want to control those things where it's like, okay, I can do this. And, oh, hey, I can do this. Oh, we need some, you need a project leader for this. I got that. Yeah, I would definitely say at my time um, working fast food that uh, my problem, unfortunately, with some coworkers, and actually not even everybody, my problem was that I was helpful 
in the sense that if, 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 you know, if somebody needed help with something, I chime in. And sometimes, you know, if somebody was to ask someone else a, a question, I might jump in and answer it. Um, I don't do that to my knowledge, hopefully as much anymore. Uh, because if it's not addressed at me, it's not meant for me to answer it unless, you know, one of the, and even if, you know, the person who was asked that question doesn't know it, it depends on the person who's asking, because if they want to be rude and be like, well, I wasn't asking you, well, then it, it's rude, but it's, it's true, but I'm yeah. just giving you the answer. Um, there's nothing wrong with being helpful. I used to have a coworker who uh, she, if something was coming up and I needed it done and I didn't want the customers to wait anymore, I might walk over to her station. But she was really big about telling me, you know, GTFO. And it's just like, <laughs> I just need to get this stuff out. And da-da-da-da-da. And she, we didn't get along at all. Um, even beyond that. Like, she thought I was weird and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I, at the end, you know, part of me is like, look, I'll let you have your space. That's fine. I ain't trying to come over here and take over your area and commandeer it. But, uh, you know, F you too. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You just know. like, fine, you're doing shitty, but you could use my help, but no, oh, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, in the, it, in the very end before she left, we ended up surprisingly getting on even terms. Like, we know our work relationship at best was uh, was tense. Um, not sexually tense, just like, we didn't like, <laughs> we didn't like each other, but that's, that's about as best as it got. Uh, but we didn't we didn't try to interact with each other more than we had to. Yeah, which is good because um, you know you're, in life you're not going to be friends with everyone, but you do have to respect still them still. Oh yeah. Unless they did something not to not like need that. Like if you just don't like somebody because oh they do something different than you at work and it just pisses you off because they do it every day. And odds are they get mad at you for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just not respect someone because of that. Right. Like it's still your coworker. If you want things to go well, just, you know, use your etiquette and take each other seriously. And that's it. No, oh, definitely. I do agree. That's like I said, we, we managed to make it through. She eventually left. Um, I was still there for a good while. And then eventually I left, but, uh, but you're, you're definitely right. I would I would advocate to anyone out there don't make a workplace hostile for for childish reasons. Just try to do your work and get out of there. <laughs> exactly. Like nobody wants to be there. Don't make it any worse. Right. Um which actually so one of the points that I also have with the artifact in it till you're making it is to not be negative. No negative nonsense. And yeah, easier said than done cuz you know, people, especially people that are negative mm-hmm. will say, well, there's what the world isn't perfect. It's not a utopia. Like there's this and there's this and there's this. And it's like, well, you're just making yourself sad. Like, yes, be realistic, but don't be negative about every single thing, which, you know, that's a part of also using your flaws as strengths is don't be sad that maybe you're like this, use it for something better. Um, and so let's say, um, sorry, I'm pausing as well because I had a cat hair on my nose. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's still here. 
<laughs> Sorry, she's just she's a funny cat. I mean, okay. you're you're a funny person. Ah, thanks. You don't have to lie to me though. <laughs> Listen here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's some negative nonsense. That's not negative nonsense. <laughs> Jeez. Here no, I... me. Oh, okay. <laughs> not oh. you. <sighs> Believe like, me. It's one of those things, like, even if you don't believe it, like, say if somebody tells you something like that, and you're so down on yourself that you don't believe these things, say thank you anyways. Like, just act like you appreciated it. Like, let's say if someone thinks that, oh, my God, my husband is staring at me wide-eyed now because he's basically telling me with his face to take my own advice. (sighs) Oof, Angus. Oof. (laughs) Yeah, but he also hears me. Hears me bitch and moan more than anyone else, so. True. I mean, I was going to say, like, I feel like you're picking on me here. I'm the one being called out, and I don't like it. But continue. <laughs> hey, if anybody that's listening feels like they're being called out, then think about this. And uh, it's not mine to say, like, if somebody's, like, cat calling you or wolf whistling or something, don't. You know, you don't have to respond to that right. nonsense. Most but if your coworker is trying to tell you that you did something good or you have a positive trait, just say thank you. You don't have to believe them, but start saying thank you for it instead of being like, oh, no, I'm not. Because then they just feel weird for having brought it up in the first place. Or they're going to spend a weird amount of time trying to get you to believe it and not know what to do. And it's just an uncomfortable situation for everyone. It's, I think it'll vary. I'm on the fence because there was someone I talked to and she was a plus size woman and she knew she was plus size and she didn't mind that. That was her view about it. That's how she felt. Part of me's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but when we was talking, I guess the way I interrupted her, she was like, don't you dare tell me I'm not, you know, fat. Cause I swear to God, you know, da 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 da, and like she started ranting, which is fine. Like I, I probably need to hear it too. She's like, I know I'm plus size. I don't want to hear, you know, that I'm not. You're just saying that because da da da, and like I think, I think that'll be the only difference there, which is what I'm getting at, is that oh yeah, that you know, no, 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 for when people are saying things just so one, they don't feel awkward, and two, you know. They're just saying things to make themselves feel better and not yeah. that they're saying things because they view you a certain way. Like, uh, so some, I mean, depending on who you are and also depending on the person, if you're plus size, you may feel like ick and yuck, but somewhere out there, there is a person who thinks, you know, damn, she looks nice or he looks nice, you know, like, take yeah, that. Yeah, that's. For- that's someone's preference yeah take that there's a lot of fucking people out there so yeah take take that for what it is and don't you know try to shoot every single you know compliment down it's okay to be somewhat skeptical but i i do mostly agree with with um with you jazz just that people should be a bit more critical about it oh yeah no trust me some people just say things because they think it's what you want to hear Mm -hmm. and that's not really the best because like Let's say, like you said with the weight thing, like, no, the reason that she wouldn't want that because it's just a lie. You know, she's not lying to herself. She knows what she is. Right. Toxic positivity. Yeah. And 
so it's in those moments where it's just a straight up a lie. Mm-hmm. Like if my hair like looks like shit and I go somewhere and somebody tells me it looks nice, I'm like, no, you're lying to me. Don't say that. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, I've, I've had to definitely learn not to be not. And I, I okay, I've had to learn for myself, but also on the receiving end that I don't like people being nice for the sake of being nice. So I agree with you. Definitely be be honest. Um, I had a bad altercation, not horrible, but you know, where someone asked me, did they smell? And I didn't want to be mean because you know, I was in middle school or high school and I was a freshman. So I was like, yeah, no, you don't. But then someone else smelled her and she was like, well, you could use a little more deodorant. And then she looked at me and she's like, so you lied to me? And you know, part of me is like, uh, and I didn't know what yep. to say, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like, Mm, but i mean we were putting on outfits anyway i doubt anyone would have smelled her but that's beyond the point i was wrong for that and then pretty much later on how would you say mm, there was a girl i wanted to ask out once but okay but she didn't want to pretty much tell me that she's just not interested in me and you know part of me is like well why didn't you want to tell me that She's like, because it feels mean. And I'm like, I ain't worried about you being mean. I just, I'm not entitled to, you know, get a date with you. But I would like to know, you know, hey, I don't want to waste my time with you because I don't see you that way. I'll gladly take the no and move on. I know some guys out there can't. That's their problem. It also, unfortunately, becomes some girls' problems. It's yeah, a really, that's a whole other problem. Yeah, it's a really, <laughs> it's a really mixed bag. But I do think overall, for, from my perspective, just be upfront. If a guy overreacts, you know, that's a shithead. And hopefully he gets his, his stuff pushed in. Um, not yeah. by you, but by somebody else. But when you try to, to me, when you try to beat around the bush and avoid and be nice, you're not helping anybody. Uh, exactly. You're doing a disservice, especially if this person's like a close person to you, especially doing them a disservice. Yeah. So, but I, but I do, I do want to state that for that instance, it's a different can of worms and it does get complicated. So yeah, I do understand that. Exactly. And it is one of those things, you know, just to use for yourself, just to keep, just to help keep that negativity away. Don't it's also, I use this a lot in Again, working so many customer service just jobs. Mm-hmm. Use this all the time when I was working customer service. Because again, this was another way people just didn't get mad at me. Was say if um, you're, someone has to wait on you. And they waited for a little bit. And then usually kind of some what some people say automatically is, sorry for waiting. The point is to replace sorry with something else. Sorry is negative. Because it's the implication for thing, little things like that. Because it's the implication that you did something bad and you should feel bad. And now this person also has it in their head that oh, something bad happened so I can be mad about it. And the difference is just changing it up. So it's like, I like, like say for that specific example, I always use thank you for your patience, right. which is suddenly a much more positive thing to say. And I also just, I meant like, it's like, yes, it took a little bit. But thank you because you're so patient. 
I agree. If a customer's when I was working fast food, if a customer's already raising Kang, you know, I'll apologize because obviously they're already upset. But if someone comes in, they had a problem, I tell them, hey, I still say sorry for that instance because I have to from that end. But, you know, I, I don't continue saying sorry. I instantly change it up and I'm like, hey, just give us some time. Be patient with us. We're going to get this order right. Sometimes I don't even have to use sorry depending on what it is. But, I'm, you know, I just tell them, hey, uh, we're going to get this right. Uh, give us some time. Be patient with us. Did you get a drink? Here, take a free cup. I'll be right back with your food, ma'am. Or, you know, yeah. ma'am. And it'll it'll be done. Yeah. And that's like customer service stuff, though. Don't do not do that to your friends. That's weird. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's little things like that. And let's say um, you're trying to do something to improve yourself or a skill set. Like, say, if you keep practicing the guitar... And you get down on yourself because you think that you're so bad at it and you're just not going to pick it up and this is taking too long and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It's about replacing those kind of words with, I'm getting better. I will get better at this. And things like, I can't play it yet. Or it's like, I can't do it right now, but I can do it, you know, soon, eventually. It's one of those things to remember to kind of keep you where you should be. Because can you stop distracting me? I'm petting the cat. It's distracting. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you're good. This is funny. You're gonna get extra. You're gonna get extra time because of him. (laughs) He's not purposely did. He didn't purposely do that one. It's just like I can't. There's something about when someone stands next to me. That I can't focus on my laptop anymore. I mean, this this makes sense because we've talked about how you don't like micromanaging. So yes, and that's a big thing is just like I, again, me being controlling, but it's like ah, just stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's turning those things into to phrase it differently, and again, it's one of those things that feels really stupid when you're doing it because. It's like one of those things that, oh, they tell us to do this in at a counseling session or, you know, but there's a reason they tell you it's because eventually it does. Those words do start to have an effect when you can consistently keep telling yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it may not seem like it, but your words are your thoughts that just come out. If you think it, therefore, you know, what's his name? Rene Descartes, you know, I think therefore I am. Yeah. And when you speak out loud, you're using more senses, right? Like you're actually hearing the words come out of your mouth. If you're using a mirror, you're seeing it happen. Right. Um, You can't like touch it and stuff unless you want to write it down and that can help some people. Mm -hmm. But so it's not just a thought in your head in this like privacy space, but you're actually saying it out and you're declaring it. You know, even if no one's hearing you because... Well, let's hope nobody's hearing you talk to yourself, but yeah, things happen. Eh, I, I get over it pretty quick, but uh, oh, I let people hear me talk about talk to myself all the time. But again, that's the no shame thing. True, I tend <laughs> I tend to stop once I'm out the house. I just because I don't feel like having to explain to anybody. But you're definitely right. A uh, great thing is though, sometimes they think you're crazy and they just stay the fuck away from you. I, I think if you had the choice, you'd be a hermit. I'd be what? 
a hermit. Oh, yeah, of course I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need outside. We'll Which just... this per is this time right now, being an introvert is helping. It is. You are <laughs> you are well, there's a meme about that when you're like I, was it an introvert or was it a gamer? What was it? Playing video games. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's games. Yeah, I and mean, was it playing video games and staying inside all day and not going out to meet people? It's loser. It's bad. It's uninspiring. But during the COVID nineteen, <laughs> you're a hero, an inspiration, right? a champion. Yes. Right, and it's like, oh wait, there was a pandemic. Shit. <laughs> I was I was just waiting for Cyber Twenty Seventy Seven. Oh, shut up! That's <laughs> all I've been hearing about. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing about too in the chats. It's like, oh, the game's out. I'm like, I don't care, man. I know. I feel like I'm on a I'm like a bird in an exhibit, and don't I don't know that I'm the one in the exhibit, and I'm just like staring at everyone. <laughs> it's like well, I don't know what's happening. No, no, no. I'm a, it's like, oh, I hate that meme hasn't come out yet. I'm just sitting here like Homer in the bar and everyone else has got Cyber 2077. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Oh, at the lesbian bar? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love, though, that what he what he found was the place didn't have a fire exit or something. Huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those, the positive affirmations in terms of things like that, just changing your tone. Um, a big way also is when it comes to making friends, this is also very important mm -hmm. when it comes to being negative. Cause soon as, okay, first of all, as soon as we understand that not everyone in this world is going to like us and nobody has to like us and they can hate our guts if they want to, because they're them and they can do what they want. Like once you get those fears out of you that, oh no, they might not like me. Like, yeah, maybe statistically some of them won't, but that's okay. Cause not everybody is going to like everyone. And with that though, you are the company you keep. So if you don't like someone and they're not that great to you, but you still, you know, you need people to like you. So you want to be nice to them and, you know, just let them walk over you boundaries. Like that's the kind of person you are becoming is the things that they are doing because you're letting it happen. Right. So if you decide that, um, like the company I the company I keep, I tend to most of my friends at this current point in life are very, and I say it very proudly, very powerful women, in the sense that you can't tell them shit, and like they know what they're worth. They're not gonna, like they're not here to entertain you, et cetera, et cetera. And I love it because I've, it's almost like I put a filter through my life, and it's just like no, you don't. I don't actually like the way you treat me. So we're not, we're not doing this. You either, you know, stop doing that or are, we're having a little friendship breakup. Mm -hmm. And that can come from like, that doesn't have to be like when you're already friends with someone that can be right away. Like if you've been meeting someone new and they do something that you don't like, or they are rude to the waiter or they have those stupid things, that's when you put, 
you know, you got to have those boundaries. You put your foot down. And, you know, not everyone is going to listen to you. Some are going to choose to walk. But some of them, sometimes people don't even know what they're doing or why it's bad. And you're both setting a boundary, showing showing them that, hey, I'm not okay with this. And possibly also teaching them something. This is true. I, I will say to be effective, like extremely effective at that, there's many things that go in there. For, oh, for, God. Yeah, for people on their end, um, or I guess for you on your end, to, to stand up and be that way, it is going to take some sense of dominance, not for like being dominant over other people, but being secure and dominant within yourself to know, you know, I don't have a problem standing up to you on this subject. Um, yes. So, yeah. Whereas for other people, it's going to depend on either how open-minded they are or, you know, any other factors that come into it uh, from how, how you interact about it, what you say, and a, quite a few other things. But I agree with you. Definitely, you are the company that you keep. I've, I've met people and... I've hung out with people, you know, sometimes I know, but like, what is that? Uh, but sometimes you, I would give me a, give me one second. Sometimes if I, if I think I know what you're going to say, it's just, sometimes you just let things go because it's almost not worth bringing up or fighting over. Definitely that, um, there are some people I wouldn't even bother to correct. I I think you're you're definitely right there. I was I was gonna say that there are times where I've met people and I thought they were you know they were cool they were good, and then I did definitely start getting glimpses, and I started to realize oh wait a minute this ain't cool this ain't cool at all, and it's tough, but eventually you know it's like okay like you're saying I do have to let you go because I'm not gonna you know try to persuade you or dissuade you on any of that like you're back yeah. on your bullshit i'm happy for <laughs> you but uh i don't i don't want anything to do with this so yeah exactly and you know you with people that you really do love and are you know if you first of all if you want to keep any company in, in your life yes sometimes you pick your battles if it's just a very minor thing compromise like yeah, yeah exactly like if they just have like a trait you don't like or like a fidget you don't like, just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, save it for the bigger things. Right. Don't don't harbor it till you know you can't keep it in anymore, and you've got a whole slew of issues. That ain't gonna help you. I, ju- I just wanted to say that. But. Yeah. Well, and that and the other person feels betrayed because you didn't tell them. That too. You know how are they supposed to know? Mm-hmm. Or they can decide to be an ass and just freak out, but then you're like, oh, good riddance. <laughs> True. Yep. But yeah, and actually the reason I came about this thought about like with no negativity and whatnot is because it was something that I heard years ago that actually was, it took a while for it to sink in, like for me to believe it. This was an instance of, you know, me being um, complimented and just like not believing it. Sure. But I had mentioned to someone that knew like a little bit of my history and whatnot that I felt like I got lucky with my friends Hmm. that I just got lucky that these people are super nice and they like and I get to be around them sort of thing 
And, you know, just mentioning that I'm just, that something, I, it was always luck. It was always luck. Cause I really did feel like I was just, it was pure luck that I met them. Mm-hmm. When really it wasn't, I was in high school. Of course I was going to meet them. It was like a school. It was a cow town school. Like there was a hard way not to, right. but yeah, but um, this person was actually one of my hair teachers when I was um, in college for the hair design. Um, she, she was like, well, she's, she's the one that actually told me that you are the company you keep. You know, she's like, if you have those people around you, then it's because they see that in you too. And so it's also one of those things as well that, yeah, just for your own, you know, happiness or sanity to not deal with people that don't need dealing with, but you do attract to tend, you tend to attract the people that are just like you. So if you're seeing like the same thing all the time of a person like has certain uh, traits or habits or whatnot that you just aren't with or beliefs, like, you know, if they're, what if they're sexist or racist or something like, and you just can't deal with that. But if that keeps happening like consistently and you're not in also, if you're not in some like demographic where that's common, then it's something that you might have to look at yourself for because it's, why are why are these people with this trait always coming to me? Odds are because you have it. Oh yeah, um, and there th- there are times where I look at something and I'll be like, "You really seeing this shit?" And I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll talk I'll talk to you more so than anybody else, and even you'll be like, "I am, and I don't get it. Am I wrong?" No. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, especially the golden rule is also a big part of this as well. The, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated because it's about, that's again, you know, just not negative. Don't be negative. If you assume that you don't want to be treated like crap, don't do that to other people. No, no this is, this is true. Yeah. No, sorry. I was uh, just cause ugh, we all know one per like whenever I say negative people or like, crappy person there's always one image that always comes to your head or maybe that's just me no but, no and, and it's just like oh, terrible thankfully not many of those people in my life anymore <laughs> I'm ha- hey look i'm happy for you i feel the same way uh if i when i when i get the chance i definitely try to keep them at a distance and cut them out the only time anyone like that's had to stay in my life is if i had to work with them and at that point it's like can't you just leave yeah, exactly. Like sometimes you're gonna run into those people, and ugh, sucks. But eh, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. So, and on the topic with like friends and relationships and whatnot, the part of faking it till you're making that that comes to that is to kind of resist being resist resist being negative. It you know, smiles are contagious. Let's put it that way. Frowns are too, though. So if you're going to be negative, then you just kind of bring down everyone else around you. And sometimes your friends will just, you know, talk about negative things with you because it seems like what you want to talk about. But then you just made them feel bad too. Yes. Um... Yeah. And it does get to a point that, let's say if, you know, every day you're 
saying, oh, my life sucks. I'm going through this and this and this. But you, and you're saying that very often and it seems like nothing is just good to you. It does get tiresome, you know? Yeah. You know, when I went through my rough spot and you know what I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy he was there to hear me out, but it did get to a point where part of me is like, uh-uh, I'm happy she's there to hear me, but I don't want to, I can't do that to you. I, I couldn't do that to you and I couldn't do that to, uh, you know, the other person. It, it just, it didn't feel right. And I, when I, when I used to play the, um, with my schoolmates after we graduated and we moved on to D&D, we had a friend who came around and they, it's the same thing. And yeah. it's it's like you like like you're saying you can't keep coming around and not having any positive things to say. I would say even at McDonald's for me that was maybe a problem sometimes. People, the only thing is if people asked me how I'm doing, and I could see where this maybe doesn't impress some folks, but it's it didn't matter to me because I'm giving you quality service and I'm making sure your food's hot and you're getting your change right and I'm giving you a good deal. I'm not trying to rip you off, so. If you're going to stand here and try to make small talk with me and ask me how am I doing, I'm to me, I'm going to be honest and tell you, yeah, man, not that good. I'm not going to tell you that my mom's got cancer and that the world is blah, 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 but I'm going to definitely tell you, eh, could be better. And that's about it. So it, it's definitely done things kind of like that where it's like, because it depends on the customer. I actually feel like I have a good read on people, but um, so Sometimes when they say, like, you know, how are you doing or something, I'll just be like, eh, seen better days, you know, where it's like, yeah, it's, I'm being honest, it's not that great, but, like, better days. Right. It's also one of those things, too, that when you're working customer service, and if you're actually honest with someone, they find it to be the funniest shit, so. (laughs) Yeah, with the good customers. Yeah, with the good ones. I usually know not to do that to the bad ones. True. They just they just want you to smile and say good things so they feel good. Yeah, I just like laugh all. I try to just laugh all cute when they say weird shit because you know, get out of the store. (laughs) 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 It's like this is too insignificant to call out, but also significant enough that it's weird. (sighs) Capitalism goes burr. Oh, oh my god! There's so many stories (laughs) I could I could tell about that, but like we'd go on for ten hours. We will, if you want, we can get it in the next segment. <laughs> oh, God. I could write a novel, but, anyways. Do it. Um, maybe. Um, so, actually, you know what? That would be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think about that now. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's keep moving. I get so distracted, anyways. Um, yeah. So, essentially, with nobody liking a downer, mm-hmm. it's about. You know, you should be able to talk to your friends, but it's about the way you say these things. Yes. So if your friend already knows, like has maybe already heard you, you know, you just need to rant to your friends sometimes and they know that and accept that. Um, but it's so that like if it's bu- bugging you again, you just need to say something. You, you find a way to say it differently. Um, so like I've had a shitty growing up situa- situation. and all the time because I was so negative all the time because it felt like there was nothing good around. And so I would just be 
everything, I really was a person that like everything was a problem. Anytime you talk to me, something's a problem. Like I'm not, I was never just okay. You know, and people sometimes only ask to be just as a courtesy anyway. But it's also that thing that if I just keep repeating the same nonsense that bugs me over and over and over again to this person, I'm not going, I'm just going to keep reliving all those feelings of the same nonsense over and over and over again. Hmm. Like a, if yesterday was bad, why are you complaining about it the next day? It's over. It's done. Don't bring those feelings back. And, you know, people tend to, frankly, like somebody and see people that can turn negatives into positives in a better light. So that even if you don't feel like it, or like, again, this is faking it till you make it, right? Yeah. Even if you want to be a downer sometimes and you're just not happy and you want to express it, you don't want to be smiley and chipper. You don't have to go that far. But it's it's one of those things where you find a different way to say it. Like, if I'm not having a good day and, you know, I just, again, like, uh, shit, what I, I already said it earlier, but there's other ways to say it too. Like, if I want to get more specific. Um, yeah, take it. Oh, like, uh, I didn't sleep that well, but I, a lot of time I say, I didn't sleep that well, but at least I got my coffee here and I got my cat on my lap. Yeah. Pretty much what you're talking about is glass half empty, half full. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? I feel probably really grumpy that I didn't sleep well, but I do have this and I have this. So it's like, yeah, I there, I just let let it out of me that I didn't sleep well and that bothered me and just leave it. I don't need to start going back into how I have sleep issues or go back into when I had to test out these different sedatives and Yeah. I don't have to bring all that back. Yeah. Just don't, don't start spiraling down the rabbit hole. Yeah, which is very easy to do if it's all you ever say. If it's all that comes out of your mouth, then you're always going to be negative. And that, that is tough for people, for, for some people. But if, you, if you, but if you can help it, I do agree. Like, um, do what you can to uh, avoid that. I feel like I, I feel like I do it. Um, I can spiral out of control. But I don't, thankfully, I don't do that like in a group of people I don't know or if I don't trust them. I might if I've done it to you, I'm sorry. But like once I'm done spiraling, like that's that's it. Uh I generally do recover pretty well the uh, you know, next day or whatever. And I just for the most part, like I said, it's probably that I just need it to rant and then be done with it. There's levels to it, but I do I do agree with you. Yeah, sometimes you do just need to rant, and that's all right because you know, hopefully, if your friends are good people, they'll listen to you. Right. And you know, it's one of those things that, like, I have. I'm thank again thankful that I have so many friends that if I, you know, feel shitty, I just really want to complain to someone. I can just pick one off the list and be like, "Hey, I'm going to rant to you." Yeah. And and they're cool with it. It's not like I'm doing it all the time. Exactly. Yeah, and you tend to be more heard, too, when you're not repeating yourself. You tend to be taken a little bit more seriously. Yes. Yeah. However, I do want to... I should also disclaimer all this, that this is... If you have mental health issue that's, like, making you, you know, down yeah. all the time and you do need to be heard, like, let yourself be heard. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I have... 
well, I can, I can just put it out there that I have a major depressive disorder, major anxiety, PTSD. Mm-hmm. And so like being a downer is in my blood. But if I was actually needing help, that's an appropriate time because you need that to be heard. Right. I As, as well as a disclaimer on that, um, if, if you don't mind, like yeah. there's nothing wrong with talking with people. I wouldn't advertise just going up to random strangers and even the few friends that you do have that you do trust. While it's good to talk to them from time to time, even if they're, you know, volunteering, uh, if, it, if it does seem to be something where you, you've not been diagnosed and it seems to be along those lines or you have been diagnosed and hopefully you can and hopefully you can afford it, uh, definitely try to seek out, uh, I think it'd be a therapist. Yeah, like further health yeah. help. Yeah. From you know, it can be therapist, psychiatrist, doctor, nurse, go. counselor, anybody that can send you to a you know, they'll they'll know where where to send you. Yeah, yeah. Because that way at least you're getting help from someone who's uh equipped to handle this and not necessarily give you the answers, but to help you through it. Yeah. Because most people aren't. And, you know, two days for some folks, but not, we won't even say two days, like three days, if not four days of talking about something could be honestly too much overload for the average person. They want to know what to do with it. Yeah. And especially because these people really feel for you too. So if it's consistently on them, then, you know, they're going to start feeling your pain Mm -hmm. in a way that you might not want them to. Right. Um, but yeah, like if you, you know, mental health aside, um, if you can just change things, change even just a little bit of your words to start making it more positive, even if it feels stupid and silly and fake and no, you're not happy, do it anyway. Agreed. It's, it's one of those things where you do have to let yourself be uncomfortable with it. There's a song called that, but it's it's not about being uncomfortable. It's uh, I think it's a uh, welcome to the varsity, and the song that's the name of the band, and the the song is get comfortable. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Right on, yeah. So it's get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that so that can go with you know making these habits, especially is that new habits require discipline. They're never comfortable because we don't, they're not our habit yet. We don't have it. And any skills that you want to make, it's never comfortable to, you know, practice all the time. It's not comfortable to sit in classes where you don't understand everything yet as it's being told to you. You know, it's not comfortable when we have to, you know, maybe talk to strangers in a new setting, a safe one. Because obviously a dangerous one. Yeah, that's appropriate to be uncomfortable. Get out. Yeah, stranger danger. Yeah. So it's one of those things that you have to really let yourself feel that discomfort until it's no longer there. Because it won't be. It won't be forever. You know, and there's some things that we're always going to be bad at or just we don't like. Like I hate talking to strangers and people like new people around me, etc. 
because uh, it just sets me like I have I have anxiety disorder. It's just instant panic mode. But that's when I just bake it. It's like, oh, yeah, the stranger is talking to me. Well, I know how to make small talk. I hear people make small talk. I'll just say those things. But yeah, so yeah, I lost my words. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be quiet. I'm like, hmm. oh god, it's bad. And I feel like I really should have started with this. That I, that like I also do have fibro, and that with that comes like memory issue. So no. yeah, sometimes I forget what I'm saying while I'm saying it. No, that's fine. Like it. <laughs> They know it now, uh, if they've ever yeah. been wondering. And it also helps earlier when, you know, your husband was uh, interrupting you and made you pretty much forget. Because uh, I, I did want to hear more, at least not more, but I wanted you to finish what you were saying about how physical attractiveness means nothing when it comes to dressing like you mean it. Yes, yes, exactly. Sorry, yes. Phys- physical attractiveness does mean nothing because... If you see someone that, let's say they have flawless skin, they have beautiful features and mm-hmm. gorgeous hair or whatever, but if they still are presenting themselves not their best, or at least not in the way that they like or want to be seen, it's, first of all, they're going to feel not at their best because they, they're not dressing their best. Dressing our best makes you feel good because you feel like everything's on point. You feel like you look good. And with looking good comes, you know, a smile. It comes confidence. Like it makes your whole whole being and your whole mood just change. I I agree. There's a, even though I didn't walk, I'm sorry, go on. No, no, no. Oh, I was just going to say the features you're born, born with don't mean anything in that. Yeah, no, I agree. I was going to say uh, that, uh, even though I've never watched it, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Barney's a good example of this. Uh, yes. Even though he's, a to me, not that great a character at times. No. But, uh, he, uh, the whole wearing a suit and him getting his, you know, shit together from apparently his past, for any of you who've seen it, uh, where he was a bum, or at least a bit of a hippie, freeloader, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he, you know, it, there's a reason why even beyond that show, some people, you know, say, you know, sometimes it's the suit that makes a man. Uh, and even though that's not true, uh, 100% of the time, uh, a suit can make a man look really pulled together. And, you know, anyone else who wears it, uh, if you want to wear suits or any form of attire, if it looks nice on you, it does help to present you in a certain light. And, uh, it generally tends to be more positive. But if you do go around like you're saying, and you're you're just wearing, you know, within reason, if you're not trying to take too much care in your appearance, uh, you know, it, it does portray a certain picture. For instance, if you go to a job interview, even at fast food, and your pants are hanging off your ass, I've seen, it's, I hated it, but I've seen it. I was I've working, seen it so much. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my manager. We were just laughing about something. The store owner, and two guys came in, just some high school kids. Their pants were pretty much hanging off their ass, you know. And I'm already just kind of like, oh, God. You know, and she, you know, they came in. They applied for, you know, they they told her we're looking for a job. You know, they sound like good kids. 
But then she told him, you know, go pull up your pants first off. That's how you, you don't come in here with your pants off, which that made me happy because I'm like, I don't know why y'all did that in the first place. And uh, she told him, and when, you know, I think about it, uh, when, you know, it comes down to it, we're not, we don't have any positions open, but, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And they left. And, you know, I looked at her and I'm like, are you really going to hire them? And she looked back at me and she's like, no, I ain't going to hire them. You saw how they came in here? And, you know, part of me is like, damn, that's cold. But I unfortunately, at the time, for the most part, I still do agree with her. You know, that's that's just not how you go. Any, you know, that's just not how you go to a um place when you're looking for a job. You yeah. So yeah, you want to show your best self, and when you're not in the attire that you feel best in, that you look the best in, like to yourself, then. You know, nobody's going to think that you are the best candidate. Mind you, also job interviews, though, depending where you're going to work, you should probably wear what they're wearing. So if you don't like that, the certain way they're wearing clothes, first of all, are you going to be there a long time? Does that matter? But also, (laughs) it's, it's in that moment that you do have to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable. And yeah, just wear that to get the interview over with, get the job, go back to what you're doing. Yeah, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, but also dress like you mean it. And in in other words as well, you know, dress for the job that you want. Yeah, exactly. So odds are the job that you want probably will some still kind of coincide with how you like to dress anyways. Like, I'm hopefully like I'm a I'm a hairstylist, so I basically get to wear whatever the hell I want. Um, Usually it's a lot of black, though, at most salons, if if it's not. If it's like a more lenient salon, maybe you can just wear whatever. I worked at both. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Uh, I guess because most leggings are black, that uh, that definitely seems to coincide with not all, but how some girls would wear that. At least for I don't go to hairstylist places, but when I go to get a haircut, like I, I assume it's comfy wear, but it's black. Black seems to. I'm curious, why is it black? Uh, it, it's for it, a look of professionalism. Hmm. Um, also, if you get color on your clothes, you can't see it. But lightener also happens to get on your clothes too, and that's definitely seen. All right, that was pain gas. <laughs> yeah, because that's a ruined pair of pants or a shirt. So right, and it's like sometimes it's little specks, and you can just cover it with a sharpie and get away with it. But <laughs> they're like, oh my god! I remember a time I ruined like a cardigan I've had Ooh. because I'm. Uh, unfortunately I am very short and I have tall people dreams, Mm -hmm. but, um, so I had to kind of like put my arm over someone's head because I have to reach around to wash their hair Mm -hmm. and they have lightener in their hair. And they were a person that was quite tall. And I guess my car, like part of my cardigan fell against their head or face and they probably just didn't tell me or they didn't care. Mm -hmm. But then all underneath after that lightener developed on my shirt, it was just a big pack of like mm. it looked like i had sweat so hard that yeah. the color came out of my car <laughs> yeah Oof, that bleach man <laughs> yeah and i was like i can't cover this with a sharpie nope ble- ble- bleach really does be hurting my feelings <laughs> when it yeah. comes to my color clothes because yeah if somebody attacked my closet with bleach it all my ru- clothes would be ruined because they're most of them are black Black on black on black on black on black on black. Okay, I'm done. Basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, presenting your best self makes you feel 
better too. And that's part of the faking it till you're making it. If you're always trying to feel better, you know, taking time for yourself to make yourself look how you feel on the inside or look how you want to feel on the inside or look in a way that represents you, you're, that's one step closer. And that's one step forward of, you know, not feeling uncomfortable about your tastes or, you know, uncomfortable about how you look is to just pick what you like and you have to be uncomfortable be, and you're probably going to be a little, some people are a little afraid and just do it anyway. Even if it's just going for a walk around the corner, hmm. like it's, it's the little steps that like, and that was, that was a big difficult one for me, especially because as I'm, as I was, am, is getting older. And because you could realize that when you love Gothic fashion things, or at least like kind of punk or grunge, there is a point where some of it looks very immature. Yes. And <laughs> I felt like, but at the time I felt like all of it was immature and I couldn't wear it anymore if I wanted to succeed. And so it was like, I couldn't really, I just wore what, you know, things I still liked, but wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a dream wardrobe or anything. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about that because you've talked about not even just, uh, I guess, punk or grunge, but like how, uh, how would you say graphic tees? Yeah, I did. And I you know, I'm sorry, go on. That is actually how I got over graphic tees because like, I didn't think that it looked very professional. And eventually I did just lose the taste for it, but it started with wanting to be taken seriously. Yeah. And I, I agree. Um, I still have yeah. a whole bunch of graphic tees here. Um, and <laughs> no shame if you like them. I do, but I will admit, like, I'm at a point now in my life where what good are they doing me except except for taking up space in my drawers? Um, I'm bigger now than what I was. Um, I'm tall. I you know, and I've I've gained some weight. So my shirts still fit me, thankfully, but like it's, I can't go to a job interview wearing this stuff and I do have an adult life that I have to worry about now. It's I'm, I'm done with college, so I don't have to have just a bunch of, you know, Hulk t-shirts or, you know, Batman t-shirts or, you know, DC Marvel that or just some random, you know, karate guy and an eye in front of him, and then a donkey behind him. Like, that's, that <laughs> stuff is funny in high school, maybe early years in college, but, like, you know, once you get older, you you, you can't wear that to the job. Yeah, um, and so. also just ages you, tends to, if it's a little, there's little things like that. But there is also, like, it's not bad to have, say, if you are working in an office setting and you have to, I don't know, wear, like, suits and stuff all the time mm -hmm. it's appropriate to still have like a separate wardrobe for your personal life agreed like i said so that you know you're still feeling like yourself agreed but there i you know but i do i do think that there is a time like like you said when you get a little older it's like eh, this is juvenile like i actually i think one of the shirts and i had no problem ripping it up because this is like way before trump became president and everybody, this is like when being rude or, you know, trolling or being edgy was actually still kind of cool. And there was a shirt and it pretty much was old school Facebook, 
but it said your face and then it's like 900 and so and so people disliked it and you know I just I saw that shirt and I'm like man this is such fucking trash and I ripped <laughs> it up like I had no problem doing that um I wasn't gonna wear a shirt like that now just because and you could argue PC culture or whatever ever is taken I'm like well I, I don't even know people to be wearing this and you know it's I wouldn't really want somebody saying that to me anyway. Like, if you're going to say that, I'll probably look at you if you're a stranger and be like, okay, and give you the finger and keep, you know, keep it stepping. If you're a friend, if you're a friend, though, you know, you best believe that I hopefully know you and I know you're not trying to be an asshole. But yeah, like you said, we we definitely do grow out of out of stuff. And it's also one of those things that you can still find certain aspects of those things and still be an adult also like just as a as a little piece of advice um like i love gothic shit it's just now instead of you know let's say hot topic branding <laughs> imaging um just you know it doesn't have to be that that's you know it's teenagers and stuff and it's young it's young and it's bright and neon and not flattering if you're starting to get wrinkles it's one of those things like I've changed my image because from that, which I liked as a teenager, to now it's more Mortish Adams. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's exactly. <laughs> I've told you this before. No, I was I was <laughs> about to say it if you didn't, but you beat me to it. I was like, <laughs> you went from Wednesday to Morticia. Basically. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say Wednesday. Uh, who's... Yeah, but the, I, the symbolism. Yeah. I was going to I was going to say old girl from. uh. I think it's Winona Ryder. I was gonna say Winona Ryder from uh from Beetlejuice. Uh yeah. Yeah. You went from her to Morticia. Exactly. It's yeah. elegance, but it's still dark and it's still like gothic and still it like that would still work for me. Yeah, definitely true. I, I agree with you. Yeah, we, we you just have to find it. That that becomes a different topic issue though, because then that also depends on your money and uh and where you're at but i think with time effort and money it's definitely achievable so i agree it shouldn't be that difficult yeah and like i definitely grew up poor so like i didn't get to represent myself all that much through my clothing but when i did like that's what it was good shit yeah um so i'm sorry i'm gonna quickly recap it's so dressing like you mean it no negative nonsense being comfortable with being uncomfortable and you know generally don't be a downer but these are like i also this is personal experience things that i'm faking right like i was always so hard on myself so depressed so anxious everything was bad i'm not good enough i don't look good enough et cetera, et cetera. and you know that just attracted people around me as well that feel the same way and then we're all downers together and nothing is getting fixed it's one of so i had to start practicing these things to try and climb out of that because i don't want to be a downer all the time i don't want to feel sad all the time i have depression of course it already happens like i don't want that but it takes a lot of working on and that's part of faking it is you know we have to start pushing that way you have to start getting uncomfortable and say these things to yourself even if you feel like you're lying to yourself honestly it it like plays right into imposter syndrome where it's like yeah just you know what be a fucking imposter then if that's going to get you there 
emergency meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Yeah, because it's like, (laughs) well, it's one of those things that people tend that when they are doing this, they feel because they feel like they're not being themselves. It's not the real them. You have people tricked, like, oh, they, haha, you're my. I say this. I actually do make this joke to my friends and stuff, and even to my husband. That's like, haha, like you're with me now, tricked you. (laughs) Just like your life sucks, but it's like. But that's kind of what it is, is in imposter syndrome anyways, is that you feel like you do have the people around you like fooled. It's like they don't understand who you are They're You're not give, you're not showing the real you and et cetera. And oh. that, a lot of this, the whole process will feel like it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I do. That's a big thing um, in the Persona 5 series game is that. uh I love that game. Yeah, and that, you know, the characters, there's even a song, you know, uh, about um, hiding behind the mask, I think. There's one with the rain, there's one without the rain. Uh, I think the one without the rain is more upbeat, and the one with rain is a bit more... You don't even have to have rain, but uh, yeah. it, 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 it's it's smoother, and it's a little more... There's a little more solace kind of to it because there's no beats to it to give it that oomph. But anyway, um, you know, people, we do, to, I guess, another analogy to what you're saying, we do wear masks. It's, yeah. that that's a part of life. Um, it's not something you have to necessarily be ashamed of. If, you, if all you're doing is wearing a mask and you don't feel like you're being your true self, then there is a problem to that. But, uh, you know, it, we do have to incorporate masks into life and then like you've said when you get with your partner depending on what it is you can if it's a good healthy relationship you can tease and be like ah you didn't know this was the real me but now you do <laughs> yeah it's like oh shit sucks to be you get ready for you as a therapy yeah but, but like he, he doesn't fucking he or she wouldn't fucking care about that they love yeah, you exactly. Regardless. yeah exactly and you know it is one of those things that when you're faking it so much and you just don't feel like you're showing the real you, eventually that becomes less and less as you get better and better at it. Because you either, you do start to feel these things or you found ways to express yourself that don't, aren't so, that don't put you down so much. So that it's not, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's, I haven't learned to do this yet. I haven't tried that yet. You know, it's not, there's no can't and there's no, you know, hating on yourself. There's no spelling out all of your flaws. There's using it for strength. Right. And, so, uh, I'm not, and I'm eventually sorry, that becomes comfortable. Sorry, that's all. <laughs> that no, becomes no, comfortable. no, no. Like, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I thought you was done. But yeah, you're right. It does become comfortable. And I think, you know, almost like a light switch, there are times when you turn on you know, mask on, and then eventually when you're by yourself or when you're with a certain group of people and you, that you don't mind, you know, you turn it off. Fuck it, mask off. <laughs> so, you know, shit. And nobody will ever think too much about um, Future, but that song was a banger when it came out. So, Oh, my God. We, okay, me and my husband have fully, because we he was playing that song once while Pop was like, like, you know, kneading the bread thing cats do mm-hmm. and she does it really aggressively right because she's not good at being a cat oh. 
And so she's going to town on this blanket mm-hmm. as the song's playing, and she's doing it right in beat in the beat. <laughs> I can <laughs> see it. <laughs> it's almost it's, almost like Bongo Cat. Yeah, and it was so bad because so there's two of them. There's Pop and Sophie, but we call Pop's nickname is Poopy Cat oh. because when I adopted her, she stunk so bad. Still does. And yeah, she's still not as much anymore because mm. I fixed that. But oh All my right. god, and. So we started singing Poopy Cat, Sophie Poopy Cat. <laughs> Just anytime she was needing the blanket. Uh, oh, God. Okay. That was off topic entirely, but I needed to no. talk about my cat and her poopy cat name. No, I love it. <laughs> like I said, it's that song's like it didn't it didn't live as long and it wasn't as joke worthy. Not that the song's joke worthy, but like there wasn't as many um memes and silly stuff like there was for WAP but uh yeah but um but yeah most definitely uh I think the first time I didn't even know that was a song until someone someone apparently took like the intro because you know it starts off with the flute and you know somebody somebody put that part on Zelda playing i guess the little ocarina and wind waker oh yeah yes and so then like the goron here you know he he does the little buttons and that's the slow that's the slow part and then the beat kicks off and he's really playing it after you know (laughs) and then the goron hears it and then starts dancing and he catches on fire and the goron's like oh shit what's this you know, this is so fire. What is this feeling? And you know, he, he doesn't say oh shit, but he does say pretty much most of the most of what I've just said almost verbatim. He's like, What is this feeling? This is it's so fire. You know, I'm like, really? That's in the game? But then it, it just made me laugh how with the song synced up with like that small part. And I've I've loved that song ever since. So it's mask on, fuck it, mask off. <laughs> yep. Except lately, whenever the rare times now that we've sang, it's just been mask on, mask on, mask on. Yes, mask on. <laughs> yes, and word and words of, and words of me, and anybody else out there with some common damn sense, which I know includes you, Jazz. Wear a mask, not a bra. Protect <laughs> the city, free the titty. Praise. Raise it and praise it. Raise and praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh my god. I'm a fool. But um <laughs> I love it. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean it's all these points, you know, the art of faking it till you make it, uh dress like you mean it, no negative nonsense, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable gaining relationships you know all those all these things they're very valid they they do they do vary depending on time situation and what you know a person's circumstance is but there's something to be learned from all of this and i just want to say thank you for coming on here and sharing that with me and with anyone else who's listening you know there's there's... i love hearing myself talk (laughs) don't (laughs) don't we all i'm gonna just go ahead and say this because i'm pretty sure your your husband called me out and said that I talked for two minutes straight and I was just <laughs> like oh man I... you know what's funny is you said that right at the opening of this too <laughs> I wait did. I 
I don't know if he did or that was like Prius talking actually. So it was Whoops. it was Prius talking, and I could cut this part out too if I give it like <laughs> one butthole, butthole, two, butthole, butthole, three but- butthole. All right, don't <laughs> cut it out so you people can hear you <laughs> say that. <laughs> 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 oh god uh, oh my god. I can't help myself <laughs> no, no you, shame no, no, no look you can but you don't and I love no, it okay. yeah I don't <laughs> uh, that... look it's it because I faked it till I made it so good okay <laughs> I, I just say whatever the fuck I want now and I don't care hey look you, you deserve it what was it? If there's a D&D grid, Jez, I feel like even though I attempt to try and be lawful good as best as it is, I know I could be neutral good for the most part in general. I feel you are at neutral good, but I also feel like at times you could go to chaotic good. Yeah, it's rough because I like hop from either one. It's never right in the middle. Mm-hmm. But eh, whatevs. Yeah, and the and the portion it depends of- which one benefits me most. Yeah, and you know, a portion <laughs> of me is like I've got no problem with chaotic good, but then I look over at neutral evil, and I'm just like, but that, that is bad. I look at chaotic, yeah. I look at chaotic evil, and be like, and that's worse. Don't ever be in either of those things. Ugh. Yeah. Oh God. I'm talk. I'm talking to you, Rogue. Chaotic neutral <laughs> is still chaotic evil because you don't stop help. killing all the guards. <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop killing all the women and the children. You're not Anakin Skywalker, unless you hate sand. We might have some things to talk about. But uh, enough of me being silly. Do you have any last words? Any last thoughts that you want to get off on your, you know, mind or off your chest? Oh, I have so many thoughts all the time. But essentially, faking it till you're making it is meant to not punish yourself. It's not meant to call you out. It's it's about finding out what you want and how to get there. And it's about changing your mindset to get you there as well, to get you to a better state of being and therefore better things. So it's it's hard. It's very difficult. I say it as if all these things can be done at once. It's not going to happen that way. But if you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and don't give up for years. I've done this for years. And as long as you're always trying hard, you're not failing at it. No, eventually you will get there. No, I agree. I, you know, to, to chime in on that, you know, it's not. Persona 5, there's, I hate I'm coming back to it, but just because it really does tie in with this, the, the mask we all wear, there's, you know, there's a mask we wear not only to protect ourselves, but to protect society. And then, uh, you know, they're, they're still your true self. And so we all have to learn this, not necessarily to lie and deceive people and be deceitful, but, you know, you, you learn what mask to wear. And then you also hopefully eventually, if you don't learn it early enough, you will learn how to become your true self. And some of us, we start very different. Some of us are our true selves right from the get-go. That might sometimes come across as being brash and blunt and not having much tact. Uh, And then there are those of us who we have a mask 
and that's all we got. We don't speak our mind. We aren't blunt. And we aren't necessarily upfront or, you know, confrontational on things. And it's yeah. only and it's only when you know, growing up through experiences, we learn how to not necessarily convert to the other side, but how to blend the two and make it work. Uh, that's exactly yeah, that's that's where the beauty in it lies. Yeah, and then it's wonderful because you can continue going on with your life and society and everything like that, and feel confident with how you present yourself there. But you also haven't lost your own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. But with with that being said, Jess, thanks for coming on. Love it. I love it. We're gonna <laughs> do this again. Yeah. Anytime. It's sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace. Um, <laughs> oh my god! First hell. <laughs> With what is it, Raycon or Shadow Legends, and now you with Squarespace. Wait, you know what? Did say that? I was listening. I didn't catch it. Oh my god! I hate him for making that joke for uh, me. Oh lord! Oh god! He's my dad's making it hurt.